you know what time it is. It's that time of the day where you have to sit down, relax with a cup of coffee or tea, whichever works for you. And you're listening to your favorite podcast of the day, Nigerian Love Stories. I am Guinevere Jones and you're still on the show. Welcome. And how was your week? Let's take a short break and when we come back, we have lots of apologies to tender. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. I sincerely apologize for to you guys for not being able to publish Nigeria Love podcast last weekend. I had technical issues. I wasn't able to resolve it by myself. Sorry for the wait. I am glad I'm here with you today. And that speaks volume. <laughs> I must mention that the quality of today's episode is not at its best. My apologies on that. However, I trust you will thoroughly enjoy the episode despite the glitch. On today's episode, we will continue with Damila Lopasari as we together talk about the issues that affect our today teens. You will find out on today's episode that issues you may be experiencing as an adult can be traced to unresolved vices or challenges you had as a teenager. So let's get the ball rolling. you know are smiling but they are dealing with things I understand because you know I felt I felt too ashamed to open up my mouth and say these are the things bothering me because I felt you know the adults around me might say how would this be a bother but Mm. for me at that stage there were legitimate issues that I was concerned about so you know you know how I said God writes beautiful things from our stories so now when I deal with teenagers and I counsel teenagers and these kind of things bother them things that their parents would have said Oh, forget it, you will grow out of this. I can understand why they bother them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because it has bothered me. And to the glory of God, I have come out of it. You know, so I dealt with that as a teenager. So yes, I won the awards. I was in the concerts, singing, you know, ministering all over. I loved God. But I dealt with those things. But thankfully, I overcame. That's an inspiring story right there, right now. So like I said, when you're talking, I'm like, you're reading my script. Okay, there's so many similarities <laughs> between your story and mine. You put dogs, I, I had to put home because you need to go. <laughs> you know, they looked at me, you know, as that child that had it together. Because so, about it, right? Exactly. So there was not a case of, oh, we don't openly address, you know, what you're struggling with. But they just felt, oh, she's fine. So what can she possibly be going through? Yeah, you smile a lot. You're always present. So even for me now, when I, I see people appear to be doing well, my mentees now, I still check on them. You know, let's talk. Let's talk deep. How are you doing? Even though you appear to be doing well and you're making me proud as it were and all of that. So I still I still want to find out how are you doing? Yeah. Because I know that, especially for strong people again, and because people already view them to be strong, they feel, oh, this person is strong. They're definitely fine and all right. So that was one challenge I had. And that same challenge is also evident in most of our teenagers. So bringing it home now to the main discussion of today. So the first thing I I want to talk about is... I'm a 90s kid. (laughs) Um, I feel that every era has their own challenges. 
the challenges are just um, cloaked differently, so to say. Mm-hmm. So right now, as a teenager, there's a proliferation of internet, social media, and, you know, all of that. Pressure. Right from when I was a teen as well, social media had come on the scene, even though it wasn't Facebook then. I remember we had, um, what's this thing, oh, Kai? What's the name? I think five, five something. I can't remember correctly now. But it was the first um, social media that I, social media platform that I joined. I think the name was Five Plus or something. I can't remember correctly. Oh, okay. It was after that that Facebook came on the scene in 2007. And hey, I was still a teenager then, you know. And <laughs> there's still Facebook now, even though it seems to be like for older folks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I believe every age has their own major challenges. And I won't exactly say the challenges um, become more daunting as time goes on. What I would say is that we should find a way as teen handlers, as people, you know, as uncles, aunties, to teenagers, we should find a way of dealing with those challenges with our teenagers and equipping them to deal with the challenges of their own times. Mm. Because every time, every phase, every era would have its own unique set of challenges. You know, there were boys going for parties, you remember the discos of our parents' time? So there have always been challenges for every time. It's just that it has a different cloak. Mm-hmm. Then they had the disco parties. Now we have the nightclubs and what have you. And it's working on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for, for 5K. 20. For, for 20K or 5K. You know. So there have been challenges in every era. I wouldn't say that one is more of a challenge than another. No. But, you know, for the person that is right in the middle of it, it feels like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, I took some notes talking to some, um, researching and talking to some teams and this is what I came up oh, with. Oh, beautiful. And they said, um, being a teenager is harder than being an adult, right? And some, someone said, um, I agree. are constantly under an immense amount of pressure and stress. And um, uh, an intellectual, uh, someone who was more intellectual amongst them said, their bodies are changing physically and mentally and peer pressure is amongst them, right? And many are still yeah. deprived because of everything happening in their lives and around them. And then someone said, um, um, the fact that our adults are having unrealistic um, goals for them to achieve, things that they themselves did not achieve when they were teens, and putting the pressure on them. And then someone's there, the, the, the trying to figure out who they are or who they want to be or the path they want to follow is even much more yeah. stressful than um, yeah. someone, one of them said, uh, um, these uh, periods, are, they are prone prone to having identity crisis and yeah it also follow them into adulthood so why this this discussion we're having today is quite important is whatever people um dabble into or whatever challenge if not resolved during the teenage years can actually follow them into um adulthood and become a chronic habit or chronic character that um they, they struggle with when it's not that it can actually follow them, it will definitely follow them. I, I don't want to be fatties. I just want to, you know. <laughs> I want I'm to telling you. I'm telling <laughs> I want to try you to that it will definitely follow them. So, um, with these reality and checks on ground, right? Uh, yeah. The pressure on teenage lives. How can it be handled? Both from, uh, the, both from the front of a teenager and a person handling a teenager because uh, the pressure is real and the pressure is <laughs> is a lot 
the pressure is a whole lot if we're going to be truthful about it. Mm-hmm. You see, in your teenage years, you experience a lot of things for the first time. The first main challenge is the fact that you are changing in your mind before the changes in your body then follow suit. Mm. So, a lot of times, you know, for a teenager that isn't guided, it feels like you're in a limbo. You're not a child anymore. And you're not a Because you're not quite an adult. <laughs> so, you're just somewhere in between. And that's alone. You know, is the bedrock of an identity crisis. If not well handled, will negatively color every other area of that person's life. Who am I? So that question, you know, if it's not answered with, I would say now the guidance of God, and you know, adults that are that are passionate about your growth and about your well-being as a teenager, answering that question wrongly can wreck your life. Because you are curious at that stage. You have more freedom at that stage. Your parents are beginning to cut down and treat you differently than they did when you were younger. So you are beginning to experience um, increasing measures of freedom. Your mind is changing rapidly. Your body is changing rapidly. Your friends, society is beginning to push adult content down your mind as well. Even though, even in the eyes of the law and by all circumstances, you are still a child. So that is a lot to grapple with. Talk less of the fact that I'm talking about, you know, psychologically now. We've not yes. even brought in the academic no. battle into play. Your teenage years are the time that you get into secondary school. And it's also that time that there's a pressure on you to discover yourself. That time, you have to make a major life decision, which is your career. This is another major thing that a lot of teenagers struggle with. Because sometimes they think they want to go down a particular line. And the authority figures in their life, their parents say otherwise. Well, sometimes, and sometimes they're just even clueless. They don't know what they want to be. But we're already asking them, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? What do you want to be? And you know, the thing about education is you get into school, you go to university, you will most likely, you know, pursue a job, a career in that line. And that is a lot of responsibility for a teenager's mind to handle, if not well guided. And then, of course, comes the relationship aspect as well. So your body is changing, your mind is changing. And then we begin to talk about boy, girl. They're becoming self-aware. Oh, I'm pretty. Oh, he smiled at me. Wow, what did I feel when he smiled at me? Wow, she said hello to me. You know, you're becoming self-aware. And you're beginning to notice the opposite sex as well. So put all of this, all of these, put them together. Who will not have challenges grappling with those issues? (laughs) Even as an adult, you know, it's a whole lot. So Let I me read something here from you. From, okay. uh, this is from a girl, her name is Mercy. She's saying that uh, I, as a teenager, I don't really know if I want to be a girl. That's all she sent to me. So the reason why I had to read that to you is based on sexuality. is now becoming a really huge issue. I was talking to a random person on social media. Uh, my name is, um, mentioned the name, and she had identified herself, she identified herself to be female, right? Then I mm-hmm. went to their, to their handles, checked pictures, you know, and all that. And I saw majority of the content were male folks, and one, one person kept recurring in the pictures. So I figured, oh, this is the person that has the account. So maybe it's a sister or a younger one that's in the account to chat with me. You get it. The next day, it was a guy. I got confused. 
and I had to throw the question out like, where's your sister? I was talking. She said, oh, that was me. I felt like a girl yesterday. Today I'm a boy. For real? Okay. And then, <laughs> and then he said, no, I'm not male or female. I'm binary. I, I, I am. I act the way I feel per time. So sometimes I can feel like I'm. He was the one educating me in what a binary is. So I didn't want to and that lose. Is a lie from the pits of hell. Of hell. I didn't want to lose him. Like shut him down. I really just wanted to understand their concept because you can attack what you don't know, right? I had to go to research and find out what a binary is. So crying out loud. <laughs> so when I got the message from from the girl on um my uh, media page auto change jones i just had to say okay i'm really going to show this to you and funny enough you put it off sexuality sexuality is now like a major factor a major challenge in our african society though not outspoken yet so one thing that helped me and that would help anybody is to know god for themselves and i'm not talking about going through the motions i'm talking about a vibrant relationship with god because at the end of the day that is where we will get all our answers. Yeah. If you don't subscribe to that, it's just going to be like a mouse in a maze. You'll run up and down, but you'll never really find your way. And that could be heartbreaking. You know, that was why I wrote my book, From Self-Esteem to God-Esteem. If you don't find God, you can't find you. The Bible says, in Him we live, we move, and have our being. We are in Him. If we don't find Him, we can't find ourselves. That's just it. Mercy needs to find God for herself. She needs to know God for herself. Not, um, you know, not the God of her parents or the God. She needs to have a personal encounter and a personal relationship with God. I am of the belief and of a strong standpoint that, yes, I have a relationship with God. Yes, the Spirit of God you know, searches the deep things and reveals things to me. But the Spirit of God has also given wisdom to men in different areas. So as much as I have experience, as much as I have spiritual intelligence, I go on ahead as well to enroll for courses, find seek knowledge, because I believe the right combination of these two is what you can very well use to bring solutions, to bring a holistic approach to solutions. And I understand where she's coming from. A lot of people mistake religion for a relationship with God. Exactly. And so because religion has failed them, they then shut their hearts out completely to any idea of a possibility of a relationship with God. Hmm. So I understand where she's coming from. You know, a place where someone is having issues, you're not digging deep and you're just saying, no, it's one spirit, it's bind the spirit, it's bind the spirit. The Bible itself says we should watch and pray. So you watch. The Bible also says, you know, I would stand <laughs> in Habakkuk, when Habakkuk asked God questions, God he then said, I will stand on my guard to see what God will say to me about these things. You know, God says things to us. It's from what he has then said that we can then start to pray strategically and effectively. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, I totally do. So it's not just the prayer. No. There is a strategy to it. There is a how to it. There is a science to it, so to say. You know, and that's the part that a lot of people miss out on. That's why I said knowing God for yourself. A relationship with God will change the trajectory. It will completely shake foundations and change the trajectory. 
You know, when you come to God open-hearted and say, Holy Spirit, open my eyes, reveal things to me. I grew up with these notions, but are they based on the foundations of the truth of your word? Show me afresh, Lord. God honors seekers. God honors seekers. That word right there, girl. If you seek, you will find. Actually, I'm going to frame it. God honors seekers. Yes, Jeremiah 29:13, and I, I think that's Matthew 7:72 7, 7, that says, yeah. "Knock and the door will be opened." Those two yeah. verses. If you seek, you would find. God honors seekers. You know, mm. but we're in we're in a society, we're in a world where things are just forced down our throats, and we don't question them. Exactly. If you seek, you would find. If you ask, you would receive. Some problems faced by teens. We've talked about self esteem, or rather, we've mentioned it. Body yes. Make stress, bullying, and mm, that's another major one. Teenagers are not nice to teenagers at all. Cyber addiction, drinking and smoking, social vices, teen pregnancies, and underage um, ah. sex, defiant behaviors, peer pressure, and competition. So those are the list of things I, I, from research, I was able to get down, and from personal experience as well. So I think it all boils down to personality, because if you know who you are. You may have challenges to say, but you won't delve into a lot of things. It's an identity thing. Yes, you won't delve into a lot of things that, are, that, that we, I just mentioned. So, yeah. you were talking strictly about bullying. You know, I realize that a lot of times we are a reflection of our upbringing. So, if you are, as a parent, able to, you know, within siblings, shut some things down, it will be hard for them to go outside. And then do those things. So you see siblings bullying one another right under your nose as a parent. Why wouldn't they bully other children? Now, I appreciate my mom greatly for this. I'm the first child and I have two younger brothers. You know, this, this isn't even about teenagers alone. Children. And I said, I found out that all of this stems from parenting. If as a parent, you would allow your children, siblings, to bully one another, whether older or younger, there's no way they would go out and do any differently. That's true. You know, an adage says charity begins at home. And I appreciate my mom on this. On this. She, did, <laughs> she did a good job with that. Now, I'm the first. I have two younger ones, boys. Mm-hmm. And my mom will make me apologize to my Ow. brothers. You know, firstborns have this thing of thinking, you know, I'm the first. I'm older than you. I'm always yeah. right. So why should yeah. I? But no. She would make me apologize to them if I was wrong. And she would also make them apologize to me if they're wrong. So she would judge us fairly and not leave it to she's your older sister, listen to her. Or he's your older brother, listen to him. She would always judge us fairly. And that went a long way in coloring how I then related with other children and how I then related with other people. It didn't mean that, you know, I didn't have slip-ups here and there, but there was a principle that had been ingrained in my heart. So if from home, children that then go into teenagers know bullying is not allowed bullying is not acceptable you learn to appreciate other people whatever challenge you face as a teen if you do not overcome it it will follow your adult years negatively so i believe that all of those things as you have rightly said if you don't deal with them they would follow you into your adulthood and they would even become worse they would what even become your, worse what was your worst experience when you had to do with procrastination as a teenager <laughs> How would I exactly call it procrastination now? I, I just had this system of doing things whereby I know that... Okay, so first off, 
I work well under pressure. So that would be both negative and positive. positive. Because then I am overly self-aware and overly confident and then I overrate myself and say, oh well, this job will take 10 days. I can still get it done in one day. So I went to the very day before it's supposed to out and then I still get it done. I'm like, yeah, so why did I not? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I do, I do because I do that too. But you know, <laughs> I'm receiving sense now. <laughs> no, you're eating good rice because now. <laughs> I'm receiving sense now as as a mom, as a wife, because I'm in a different season and I realized that what worked for me and how I could wing it in those days, I have a whole you lot more on my plate now. I can't wing it. It's going to tell someone. It's either I'm going to be a walking zombie from lack of sleep or I'm going to be touching with my children because I'm stressed. <laughs> or cranky with your husband. <laughs> so I'm learning to do my work in bits. At times, you know, I'm able to do it in bits. At times, I relapse. Let me use that word. <laughs> At times, I relapse and then I still do the goose, 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 hurry, 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 so that kind of thing. But, you know, that is a major lesson for me. Doing it in bits That's so that I don't overwhelm myself. Well, well, I have a problem of procrastination. The reason, reason why I would say it's not as bad as it was before is because now I have good people in my life that try to remind me of stuff. And then and hold me accountable. Yes, hold me accountable. And I put stuff on, on alarm, right? When it has to do with me, gosh, I procrastinate. Like, okay, I'll do it later. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not me. It's my life now. It's myself. Okay, no problem. But right now, I have to, to know that if you don't take care of yourself properly, you won't be able to be responsible and taking care of others. Addiction. <laughs> what are you addicted to? Or what were you addicted to? But I've been that. I'm still addicted to cartoons. I have a weak spot for those things. Nah, I think I've overdosed on that one, so I've moved on. <laughs> what I battle with now is my phone, being able to drop my phone. And it's bad now because I work from home, and so majority of what I do is with my devices. Mm-hmm. So being able to separate work time from play time is, is a major challenge. Oh, okay. So, so when you were growing up, what... what um part stood out for you in addiction what were you addicted to who now when i was growing up i as a teenager what i what god <laughs> saved me from, what god saved me from so here's what happened i i stumbled on pornography as a kid and then i got um i got abused by another child oh dear and as that went on i'm curious which is a mark of every creative person Exactly. And I'm also an avid reader. And then I stumbled on pornography again as a teenager. And so that, for a long time, negatively colored my teenage years. It negatively colored my teenage years. I struggled with it for a long time. But with the glory of God, with the help of God, I was able to overcome. So that's and one thing that I know that a lot of teenagers struggle with. A, <laughs> a negative habit that is hard to break. That I dare say cannot be broken but by the help of God. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the thing with with negative habits is or the thing with anything in life really is you just need a good breeding ground and once a seed has been sown put it in a viable environment and it will germinate it will grow yes if you've ever dealt with something the truth is you will deal with it for the rest of your life you just always have to ensure that your environment is now right is one that will not allow that negative I'm telling you I'll forget myself (laughs) honestly so you have to do you have to be conscious of your environment because all of these habits, negative, positive, they need environments, you know, for you to steward them in quotes. 
that so you have to be conscious of your environment conscious of your friends of your conversations of the books you expose yourself to of the music you listen to of the movies you watch what you all of your mind with yes what you feed your mind with that's okay. mind okay so the next thing i'll have to ask is were you ever discriminated against nope never okay what about now in adulthood do you have people just but i don't want to talk to you even if not talking to you might be because you're better no i wouldn't exactly say that i've been discriminated against because i already know i have the notion that not, not everybody would like me not everybody would love me so i'm at peace with that and whenever i get to a place where i see okay this person we're not we don't exactly enjoy a great relationship you know i step back first is it me is it something i'm doing is it something i could do better and if i check out all of these things and i know it is not me i know that i can't be like that, but more ice cream hello <laughs> and so even some people are not so sweet with ice cream so i was about to say that exactly so it's not bad it's all right okay what about um verbal um violence verbal abuse and um, if you shared your abuse um with us right now which i must commend you that was courageous okay so um a victim of abuse okay, I, I can't say i think out of four ladies the seated right two or three must be abused in africa is that bad it's really sad the figures are sad the figures are frightening i think we need to do more as of people yeah i think we need to do more as a people as a community if we're going to change the narrative if we're going to make sure that we give our children a better world we have our work cut out for us yeah and that's so 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 good and um i'm glad you've overcome that part many persons are still struggling with that experience honestly i thank god i thank god for victory exactly So uh, these things we've mentioned today are the things we can find in the world of a teenager, right? And then an adult would say, what's so stressful, uh, what's so unique, what's so hard about a teenager? They don't have bills to worry about, they don't have um, um, social vices. Or... Well, I'll say they have their own unique set of challenges as well that you don't have. And so because your challenges are different, doesn't make theirs any less valid. What have our teenagers today, in your own perspective, are missing out on? I think because of, you know, where they are and how your challenge seems like the end of the world to you while you're in it, until you step out and see, it's not such a big deal after all, you know. I think if they get to know God in their teen years, it will make a world of difference. It will make life a whole... Not easier for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's I always say something. It's a popular saying, prevention is better than cure. So I always advocate that you know parents, teen handlers, you are more sensitive to your teenagers and you are able to guide them through that period. It's already a trying one for them. You know what you as an adult will see as a little thing to a teenager is a big deal. So if you if you're able to successfully guide them through that phase they will thank you for life exactly. they would they would they would cry by
I totally enjoyed my conversation with Damalolo Busari. If you want to get in contact with her, you can check her out on IG at Damalolo Busari. Remember, Nigeria Jolo Podcast is still running her campaign tagged End the Conspiracy of Silence, a campaign against all forms of abuse in our society. Do you want to be part of this campaign? Well, the opportunity is here and now. Nigeria Jolo Stories is calling for volunteers that will help drive the campaign to birth the change we desire. Whatever your skill may be, we need you. Send us an email at nigeriajolof at yahoo.com or you can send a DM to us on our Instagram page at Podcast. Break the silence and speak up against evil in our society. Send us your stories at nigeriajolof at yahoo.com Enjoy your weekend, guys. And remember, your self-esteem starts with you.